Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster here with Crow. Hello. How you doing, Crow? Good. So, did you do anything last night? <laughs> I had a uh, debate viewing party. Really? Yeah. Every time you say stuff like this, it's going to make me think of that joke. What? The guy who moves to the country joke. <laughs> a lot of fighting, fucking, yeah. dancing. <laughs> For those who are fucking. <laughs> the, guy, the real quick version of that joke is a guy moves out to the country. He's got this big, long driveway, and he sees this truck pulling up while he's sitting on his porch. The truck pulls up, and this guy gets out, and he goes, hey, I'm your, new, I'm your neighbor. And uh, he goes, I'm having a party. Would you like to come? There's going to be fighting and fucking and drinking and all that stuff. And the guy goes, sure. What do I wear? He goes, doesn't matter. It's just two of us. <laughs> so every time you say, yeah, I had a viewing party, I'm like, "Yeah, is it just the two of you or just you? <laughs> Just me and my uh, my whiskey. I thought I was having a viewing party with uh, Rooster here. I was uh, I was on Messenger, just firing away the messages, going ah. Every time Biden would say something fucking stupid or that son of a bitch Wallace would would do something dumb, I'd be like fiercely sending a message. And like after about <clears throat> first half an hour, I'm like he's not even on Messenger right now. Nope. I uh, a couple years ago when I got a new phone, Facebook wouldn't work on my new phone because my password, which was current. They said it was old, so if I entered that password, I couldn't get it. So I just I haven't had it on my phone. Tell you what, I am way happier not having Facebook on my phone. Yeah. So I only have it on one computer. When that computer shuts down, I'll never be able. To well, that's Facebook okay, Rooster. Again. You weren't the only person I was in, in my little party. I was I was messaging other people too. So you have other friends. I have other friends. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're branching <laughs> out because I was worried about you for a while. So, needless to say, I think we better uh, talk about this uh, debate. <laughs> you that uh, that wrestling match? Yeah, a, ra- a wrestling match. So it um, wasn't it wasn't really a debate. Well, beforehand, I even said uh, we were talking, and I told you I I, I don't like Chris Wallace. I think it's going to be shitty. I think he's going to be an asshole, and it's going to be hard to watch. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much proved me right. It's actually worse than I expected, though. I don't think he was an asshole. I think he was a cuck. I think he's just – I, brought I, up the- I think he got so worked up and so mad at Trump because he's, he's he doesn't like Trump because Trump's talked shit about him just like he's talked shit about a bunch of people. And uh, he got really mad that he, he's like, I'm not going to let that Trump steamroll me. And as soon as Trump like tried to talk over him at one point – um, he just, you could tell his undies were all in a bundle and he got really pissed off. How would you feel about, I'm just, I know, you know, being a big diehard Trump guy, how would you feel if he like, uh, was tweeted something like, I listened to that bread and circuses podcast. What a couple of dumb fucks. Those two are, <laughs> would you be like, yeah, he's still awesome. It depends. <laughs> it really does. Like if you meet him in person, he's like, "You guys, you two, come here." And be like, "All right, you're forgiven." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just I look at it like he, uh, you know, he gives people shit, and he doesn't like Wallace once in a while, and other times he does. Big deal. But yeah, yeah Wallace pe- is a definite never yeah, trumper. Pe- people like Wallace, they just can't fucking let it go. I saw the last 15 minutes of it because my son, my oldest, wanted to watch it. I'm like, really? I'm not watching it. And both he and my wife were like, I thought you were going to watch the whole thing. I said, I, I'll just watch the highlights. That's usually how I am. So I watched the last 15 minutes with him, and I, I pretty much couldn't stand it for all sorts of reasons. I mean, them bickering each other was over the top. But when Wallace did his, uh, how do you feel about climate change thing? I went, are you fucking kidding me? Why are we bringing this up? You know, it's just stupid. And I think that was... When I say Wallace was a cuck, that's what I mean. He's he's pandering to all those, uh, you know, the lefty viewers. He's trying to show that he's trying really hard to signal that he's a down-the-middle guy. Well, and then also his colleagues. I mean, he, he wants to be part yeah. of that crew, so that's that's pretty much, you know, par for the course with Look, them. Look, I'm not saying that 
I, I'm not going to say that people don't give a shit about climate change, but right now people don't give a shit about climate change. You well, we even asked him, Trump straight up, do you believe in man-made climate change? And he's like, yeah, partially, which is what most people believe. Yeah, we probably have a little bit of influence, but it's not all of us. And, and like you said, uh, Russia, China, India, by far, they're, they, they pollute so much more than we do that we're a drop in the bucket compared to them. We're Absolutely. not going to make a difference. The only thing we're going to do is hamstring ourselves financially, and that's going to fuck everybody over, the world. Well, I've heard people say the reason we had two hurricanes this year was because clump Trump pulled out of the uh, Paris climate change. And they were serious. Yeah, they were absolutely serious. They said because we got out of that, two hurricanes occurred at the same time. And, you know, Trump's point was Russia and China and India, those countries aren't signing that accord. So they're going to keep doing what they're doing. They're going to keep using fossil fuels. Look, alternative means of energy are great things to try, but they can't keep up. Yeah. And California is proving that all the time. And when he brought up the global warming because of the wildfires, Trump sort of, I thought he should have hit harder on, why is California on fire every year? You know, he said it's its land management. It's mismanagement. He says you need to do a better job. but They don't do controlled burns. Every year it's California's on fire. California's no. on fire. And he was saying that. He just should have said, if it's global warming or climate change, why is it just happening there? You know, well, what instead of getting in, uh, into the specifics like we're going to do, why don't we at the beginning just say what was your overall impression of how it went down? Like, I have to do I, impressions of that. How do you think? Yeah, do, do your Trump impression first, then your well, I, there's my Trump impression. Oh, you're just making a funny face, I'm just mugging. Yeah, well, this is not this is an audio format, Rooster. Oh, too bad. Those, those studio cameras, they're just fake. <laughs> this make you feel important. That's, that's the only reason they have them here. Stroke your ego. <laughs> uh, I didn't know a thing about cameras. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, They're all, all I, under the table. I can't do a Trump impression, but I can do the same Biden one everyone else does. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so impression. My kid's a druggie. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Impression was that what? How did Biden do? Better than you expected? Like I said, I watched 15 minutes. Of oh, it. that's right. Well, you saw the, all the highlights now. Or did you just hear them? I don't know. I mean, I figured Biden was going to make it through. I figured even Trump knew that. Yeah, I mean, Trump Trump was telegraphing that he thinks oh Biden's going to do fine. Yeah, even even uh as uh sort of the declining shape that Biden appears to be in. I figured he was going to be able to get through an hour and a half. Yeah, he can rally. Yeah, he'd be able to do that. Plus there'd be some adrenaline going and um so yeah, I figured he'd do that, but I didn't expect him to like fall over dead or uh, completely lose his train of thought. I did. I, I thought there would be more moments. I mean, he did a couple where he kind of stumbled over what he's saying, but it wasn't like egregious. Uh, I did expect a couple like really what the fuck moments where he said something completely fucking stupid other than just plain old lies. There were a couple of those moments. Uh, like what? Well, I mean, he just kept saying, uh, you know, when, Trump brought up the thing about Hunter Biden taking three and a half million dollars from. Yeah, but all he all he did was respond by saying that's been discredited. That's a lie. Yeah, that's, that's, that's been discredited. But that's stupid. Nobody believes that. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, he just boldly lied there. That wasn't yeah, like a, just, like a mental fart. It was just a, that that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to lie. But the reason I mean it's stupid is uh, I posted that clip um, that's on the Facebook page that's been running. I posted a while back, but it's running as an ad now for Trump. It's got Biden doing that graduate in the top of my class, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. He told five lies in 15 seconds. Yeah. Like it was nothing. When he was running for president, he had to know he was on camera. This guy can't stop lying. He can't. He just, he lies all the time. And that's why, I mean, it's stupid. At some point, someone's got to take him aside and say, Joe, you got to stick to the truth here. You're running for president. There's cameras all over the place. Yeah, and he just he'll he's like that's discredited, discredited. Yeah. That's a lie. But he that's, he's, he's gotten away with it for so long that he doesn't doesn't real he doesn't think it's going to ever catch up. Well, he said Trump wanted to stop a hurricane by dropping a nuclear bomb in it. Trump just looked at him and goes, "No, I didn't." Yeah, I I mean I've heard Trump say some dumb stuff. I have never heard that. And you know, like you've said before, because the podcast we pay attention probably more than most people do. If Trump had said, "Let's nuke a." Uh, Let's nuke a hurricane. Uh, they would have run with that like crazy. Well, I remember vaguely hearing something about that a couple of years ago. 
and it being not, you know, like turning out to be nonsense. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess Trump didn't do terribly. He did. He really missed some opportunities to drive points home. But I think part of it was that Chris Wallace, that fucking dildo hole, he uh, he just he th- he would step in and basically carry water for Biden. It, I think that I heard that he interrupted. Now, Trump was interrupting Biden. That's great. Biden was interrupting Trump. Fine. But Wallace was interrupting Trump like like 10 to 1. According, you know, like his interruptions to Biden. Biden was like, like maybe ten times he'd he'd interrupt him, and then uh, Trump was like seventy something times that that Wallace would interrupt him. And then right when it gets interesting, right when they're actually having a back and forth, I notice like Trump will have like say something, and Biden will come back at him, and they'll they're actually having a back and forth. And then fucking Wallace would step in there and go, "I'm so important, it's my rules," kind of thing. Two minutes, next subject. It's like, let them finish what they're doing right here. This is interesting. This is getting to the heart of the matter. Fucking idiot. So he really, and he's even his colleagues, all the people at Fox News are like, ugh, not good. Not good, Chris. Really? Yeah. I didn't see any of that. There's a lot of it going on. Hmm. Yeah, I, a few of them are like, yeah, you know, I have all kinds of respect for Chris Wallace, but man, that was not good. That, that, That debate, the way he moderated that debate. I wonder if his show ratings will drop now. They should. Yeah. Uh, he really was terrible. I mean, there were points where he's like, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. You agree to two minutes. Like, yeah, but dummy, if it, if they're, if it's make, if he's making a salient point or answering a question directly, which he was doing multiple times when you shut him up, shut him down, which you didn't do for Biden, then you're being an asshole and you're doing it on purpose. And then to sit there and go on to the next subject, he did that a few times when it's like, no, they're actually getting at it right now. Mm-hmm. Their, their answer, the two of them are getting to the heart of the matter and you just fucking blew it off. Where I got, where I got disappointed in the very little I watched when uh, Biden twice got on rants about green jobs. We're gonna we're gonna create all these green jobs, high paying jobs, not this fifteen dollars an hour thing. We're gonna redo all these buildings and all that. Uh, uh, Wallace didn't follow up with how. Yeah. Well, Trump would go how, but then Wallace would like move it along. Oh, next subject. But I did think, I thought um, in that time. He got him to admit to some stuff that that's bad for Biden. He yeah. really did. I mean, like when he said, when he got him on that whole rant about the Green New Deal, and uh, Trump finally goes, to, do you support it? And he's like, no, no, I don't support it. And do you support defunding the cops? No, I don't support defunding the cops. And um, what was the other one? His whole thing was about the Green New Deal. He's like, I don't support I support my deal. It's better than the Green New Deal. Yeah. And uh, Trump was like, that thing's that Green New Deal is going to cost $100 trillion. No, it's not. It's going to pay for itself, Biden said. Oh, the Antifa thing. Antifa's not real. It's just an idea. Yeah. Like, that's the stuff that I think, I don't think anybody changed anybody's mind, but that was the stuff that I think is going to make a great ad. Well, and then, uh, early on, Biden straight up called Trump a liar, said, you know, you are a liar. Um, and how was how that? Which is rich. Yeah, exactly. And then how is that? People talk about how Biden's supposed to be the presidential one out of the two. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's he's the he's the adult in the room. No, he he's he's acting like a like a petulant kid. He's acting like a, a, a juvenile. He's saying calling him a liar and then saying what do you call him a clown? Yeah, oh shut up, man! And then saying that he's a clown. It's just like, dude, you the worst president in the history of the yeah, United States. Sad. Really, the worst. I mean, yeah. but Trump did he did get the point in about. I did more in 47 months than you did in 47 years. Yeah. But uh, like you you had said when we were talking earlier, he could have hit back harder on the taxes thing. Yeah, I really was disappointed in the tax thing. He knew it was coming. And, and he, I mean, Trump obviously, I think he really bungled that because Wallace asked him about it. And, uh, or I don't know if Biden started it or what, but Wallace, again, carried Biden's water by uh, elaborating on it. And he goes, no, in these two years, I think it was 15 and 16 or uh, 2015, 2016, it says you only paid $750. Is that true? And he goes, Trump goes, I paid millions of dollars. Yeah, but 17 and 16, did you pay that? I paid millions of dollars. I'm like, what? Just say, does it, does it matter? It's le- I did everything I've done tax wise is legal. 
I'm not trying to pay more than my my than what uh, I'm legally obligated to pay. Just like I don't want the American citizen to pay any more taxes than they're legally obligated to pay. Right. I'm that that would have been so simple to say something like that, and it would have just shut it all down right there. You should have said, "I use the tax code that uh, Biden put in place since 47 years." Yeah, I think he actually did kind of. I, I kind think of he slipped, said that. He slipped that in, but it was like it kind of lost in the mix because of all the other kind of nonsense he was doing. And so I was a little frustrated with his answer there. He did seem tired do Trump more more so you know than usual he seemed a little no, bit I, I mean I don't know I watched yeah the whole thing he's just seemed a little bit more subdued and maybe that was just him just being subdued it wasn't tired but it seemed tired to me I think you know and looking at the clips afterwards and stuff and everybody talking about how Trump behaved I thought you know is it possible that they were looking at Biden's last uh, debate versus Ryan Paul Ryan when he was vice presidential uh, yeah. candidate and he really went after him i mean he was just he, there was no decorum there or anything he was just he was nasty to ryan i don't think ryan was um expecting it and he certainly ryan never put up enough fight over anything right you know um and so i wonder if trump thought you know or trump's team thought i should just go out there and just go right at him because he's going to come at me, like you know, like a boxing match, try and land a bunch of blows, and fuck it, I'm going to do it too. Yeah, I, I, I probably think that's true. But I, you think they would have taken into account Chris Wallace's uh, assholishness and, and, and his, his, his ego that would say, no, I'm taking control of this. And he did. And this whole two-minute sound clip bullshit where we're going to talk about this, this many subjects and we're going to give you each two minutes, that's retarded. Yeah, I that's, know. There's, that's not a debate. That's I, just yelling out sound clips. I do wish in these debates that they would uh, – I really do wish we would get more into a debate sort of format where it's like, hey. Just do one subject. You got – yeah. Well, they've done that in the past. Know. You know, they've done a foreign policy debate kind of thing. But I think they should – you know, they should say, here are four topics. We're going to talk for 15 minutes on these. You get five minutes. You get five minutes. We'll do a couple minutes of rebuttals, and then we're moving on. And if the other person's jumping in like they were doing in the Democratic – uh, debates this year or like last time for the uh, Republican debates, just shut the other mics off. Just fucking shut them off. Yeah. Because this whole thing about them all yelling over each other, I just get so tired of it. You know, make a point. Well, I I really don't know why, unless they just felt like they had to, why Trump's team agreed to the hard two-minute thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Either. I would never agree to that, well, especially our- if it's supposed to be a debate. Ari Fleischer made a good point, and he said there were times when Biden was starting to stumble that Trump should have hung back and let him stumble. Oh yeah, let him like yeah, let him keep talking. Um, but you know what? I'm not so sure that that would have worked because I think uh, it seemed to me like Wallace would have stepped in and helped him. Yeah, probably. So it probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have helped. Um, yeah. I didn't think Wallace was being an asshole as much as he was trying to. He was just trying to signal so hard to everybody that he was a down-the-middle guy, and he overcompensated. And because of that, I just lost a ton of respect for him. Yeah. It didn't take much. I didn't have any. So, You've um, made that clear. Yeah. Uh, there was another point where Trump really kind of dropped the ball uh, when Biden came at him. And he just – there was a couple of them where I was like – well, it was the when they said um, that he called uh, white supremacists very fine people. Yeah, uh, Trump I, actually dropped the ball on that one. It's like I'm surprised because he's gotten that and he's heard that so many times. You think he'd come right back and go, "I did not. I did not say that. This is what I said," and would have corrected it with the actual quote saying, um, "I'm not talking about uh, white supremacists and Nazis here. Those aren't the people I'm talking about. They're very bad, mm-hmm. and and I totally, I uh, totally oppose them. But the, there are very fine people at this protest. That all he had to do was requote himself. Yeah." And, and it would have been said and done, but he didn't. And I'm like, I was waiting for him. Like, here we go. This is it. And but he, he just, all he did was transition to, um, he just kind of totally blew that off and went back at Biden about, uh, how bad, I don't know, Antifa is. I can't remember exactly what he trans, but he, but he didn't actually say anything about his quote. I'm like, Whoa, that's not good. So I, I came away from it thinking, you know, overall Trump did make score more points. I think, um, but that doesn't matter because he had to he had to decisively win. He had to have some really kind of big oh shit kind of moments, and he didn't. I don't think he did. Yeah, I think Biden had some oh shit moments too, though. So I think you know they both sort of stepped in it in different points. Neither one of them threw any real haymakers at the other one. Yeah. But um, 
you know, now I'm wondering, like you had brought up, are they going to have any more debates? I, I don't think so. And here, I've been listening to pundits all day, so a lot of my thoughts are going to sound like they aren't original. So whatever. But I did think right off the bat, I go, they're not going to have another debate. This is not. This is this is as good as Biden can get. Yeah, you mentioned that, and I've thought about it in the time since we talked, and I, <clears throat> I think Biden has to do the debates. Um, because if he doesn't, Trump's just going to talk about how he's running and hiding. And that just – that may not appeal to a lot of people that they do that. But there are going to be some people in the middle, I think. And and I don't think anybody's really undecided at this point. They either know they typically vote Democrat or they typically vote Republican and they're just – they just don't like yeah, either one of these. It's all about motivation, motivating people to get out to vote. They don't like either one of these choices. And it's been that way for a while now, you know, whether it's – Trump and Clinton or Obama and Romney or even Obama and McCain. There's lots of people that they just keep putting up there that seem to get there because it's their turn, you know. Um, but I think uh, I think there are people in the middle who are like, I don't know which one of these losers I need I need to vote for. Yeah, there was I more people to... last election that were motivated to vote against Hillary because they hated her so much, me being one of them. But I think if Biden is going to hide like that, I do think there are, it's just a feeling I have that there are people who are going to be like, really? You can't even do the debates? Yep. I think it doesn't matter. I think Biden is scared. I think Biden knows he, he's not up to par. And he, if he, he squeaked by this one, just he feels like he squeaked by this one, he's not going to want to do that again. He doesn't have the stamina. He doesn't have the uh, acuity to, to deal with that. And he knows it. And he's gonna, he came away from that probably going after he had his little nap, you know, like he probably had a nap right in the back room there right afterwards. Um, but when he came to, he's like, "Shoo, oh, I don't want to do that again. And they're going to be like, well, we should. And he's like, no, I'm not doing it again. Let's just hide in the bunker. Well, and that may be true. The only part I may disagree with is that he knows he can't handle it. I think he thinks he can do anything. Uh, but that being said, the question is not whether or not they're going to have more debates. My question is what happens if they don't? Is that helpful to Biden or is it helpful to Trump? And I think Biden's team – if they don't have more debates, will think it's better to not do that. And I think that's a mistake they're going to pay for. Hmm. I think that if I were on Biden's team telling him what to do, I'd say no more debates. Trump is just such a good troll and he'll spend the next 40 days. But that's the reason I'd say no debates because I think it's giving him the opportunity to learn from this and come back and get his 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 raw raw moment at the next debate or the one after that where everybody's gonna be like ah slam dunk and and i think they don't they just don't want to risk it they they think they'd rather know what's coming from trump based on that performance and go ah you know we feel like we won that he can talk all he wants but we we feel we won that instead of the the unknown of well what's going to come the next one we know he's unpredictable and he's fucked people pretty bad at debates before um, and he's get he gets these water cooler moments that everybody's talking about. He didn't get that this time, but what if he gets it next time? It's gonna be a lot worse for us. Well, yeah, but let me give you a stereotypical <laughs> example that I think is very American and is sort of in the uh, to steal the phrase DNA of the country. You know, there's not much that's more uh, sort of American than a, a Western movie. You know, and if you think about that scene that you see in so many of them where the bad guy is calling the good guy out, you know, the good guy's inside having a drink or whatever. And the bad guy's outside going, you get to come out here and deal with me. And, uh, there's not a single one of those movies where the good guy goes, I know I can beat the guy. So I'm just staying inside. I mean, he might reluctantly be like, oh, he puts down his whiskey and goes, okay, let's do this. You know, I didn't want any part of this, but now I'm going to have to kill you thing. There's never a point in any of those movies, and I mean this in, you know, art sort of imitates life kind of way, and this is a very Americana kind of thing. I don't think there's a single movie where the hero goes, I don't have to fight that guy. I'm just going to let it go. And everybody around him goes, yeah, you know what? You're right. That was probably a good choice. I think people are just going to be like, well, I don't want you to get killed, but, I mean, not, you know, going out there you're not yeah. gonna do something you know and the guy outside would be like oh you're scared you're yellow and yeah. everyone would be like you kind of are a little and uh, i think i think it will hurt biden more than it will help him to avoid the debate do you hear what uh the so is it pence that's coming to duluth today i don't know 
think Pence today. Is, no, no, no. It's uh, is, is Trump. Junior. Well, one of them, or Trump. There's a rally, a big Trump rally. Yeah, I think it's uh, Don Jr. Oh, I should look it up. I think Pence is coming, or or, or either Trump is coming today. To okay. Duluth. Anyways, the, do you hear the Duluth mayor right off the bat said, we don't need him here. We don't need white supremacists like Trump here. Straight up called him a white supremacist. Yeah, that'll play well. Um, I mean, that's basically, I mean, that's pure slander. Well, the guy who's the head of the Minnesota DNC, I believe it is, came out and said, why are they spending so much time in northern Minnesota? If it's if it's such a if it's such a slam dunk for them, you know, it's like no one ever said it was a slam dunk for them. Mm. They're spending a lot of time in northern Minnesota because they think they can flip it. They missed Minnesota by something like forty thousand votes or something. Which I is not. I think it was even less than that. So even if we make up those forty thousand and have another forty thousand on top of that, don't be enough because the fraud's going to cover that. Well, we can get to that too, but. My point is, this guy's saying, why is he even campaigning in Minnesota? Minnesota's a battleground state. If he flips Minnesota, you know, that's why he's there. So this idea that this uh, DNC chair in Minnesota, I believe it was, was turning it around and saying, uh, the only reason he's coming here is because he's scared. He says he's got the Iron Range all locked up. And, you know, if he did, why is he even bothering? And I'm like, what kind of, what kind of approach is that? Yeah, the Duluth mayor's name is Emily Larson. So yeah. So this no, this wasn't Emily Larson. I'm talking about this. No, I know. I'm just saying that's yeah. the name of the Duluth mayor that we're t- I was talking about. But straight up called him a uh, came out with a with a soundbite saying you know Trump's a white supremacist. You shouldn't be able to get away with that. Yeah, but I mean, like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna you you do something that I don't know what they have for uh, mayors, but you do some sort of censure or something. I don't know. I guess there's not much you can do. You're right. No, not much you can do. I mean, he could try and sue her, but is no, he going to try and that, sue everybody that, that would does sound, that? That would be petty. But, I mean, there should be something that, the you know, the Republicans in office in that area should be able to do, but maybe not. And they'll try and nothing will happen. But I, he'll, he'll come back with some – he'll come back with some master troll job for her. He yeah. usually does. Yeah. So – uh, did you want to continue on the debates or you want to talk some Minnesota voter fraud? Uh, yeah, let's go on the fraud. I mean, there's what, even though it's the day after there's, I've heard so much said about the debates. I think we covered it. There's, there's not much more to say about it. Chris Wallace was terrible. They're never going to have him moderate a debate again. Uh, that format was horrible. The two minutes is just dumb. Yeah. Um, you know, I had people that I know that were like super excited that, Biden uh, told Trump to shut up, giving him some of his own medicine kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's well, not again, exactly. this is this is people with a complete lack of principles. If it's not OK for the president to tell somebody to shut up, mm-hmm. uh, then it's not OK for his opponent to tell somebody to shut up. And if you agree, well, hey, he's just using his tactics. OK, that's fine. I'm still saying you don't have any principles. It's either wrong to do it or it's not. Yeah, I broke my rule. I responded to somebody on Facebook that I normally I decide I'm not doing that anymore. But he he posted that he goes, oh the class, oh that was great. Biden just told Trump to shut up. I'm like, so a juvenile outburst from Biden that that really shows you. I thought that I thought his thing was that, or I thought your guys' thing was that he's the adult in the room. I'm like, how does that make him look any good? And he's like, oh, at least he's not a whiny little bitch like Trump. And then one of his friends underneath that comment go, boom. You know what you should have done. You should have said, shut up, and then put, like, smiley face after it, yeah. like, uh, and then gone, gotcha. No, what I should have done <laughs> under the boom, I should have went, mic drop, <laughs> got me, <laughs> peace out. It's, like, so dumb. It's, like, what? why even respond to that at that point? How fucking retarded that is. That's just, like, it's below juvenile. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So, I guess, yeah, there's nothing else to talk about on that. I just I, – I don't think it moved the needle anywhere either way. I don't think there are a whole lot of undecided people. I think there are – well, I think everybody has their opinions. I think there are some people who are deciding if they're going to vote uh, and if they do for which of these two people they can plug their nose and vote. Yeah. And I don't think this debate did anything to change any of that. Well, Biden might have come across as not as – out of it as normal as he has been lately. So anybody not paying attention to how fucking it seems like Biden has lost. Like, what did you say? Some people say he lost a step. No, he's lost a whole lap. Yeah, somebody was saying they yeah. say he's lost a lap. So, but people not paying attention wouldn't know that right now. 
based on the media reports. But seeing this debate, he seems like he's more he was more with it than than what I've seen lately. You're talking about people who are so out of touch they don't know that Biden has I guess been they slipping, even watch but the then debate. decided to watch the debate. <laughs> yeah, that's good point. Uh, nice political unicorn there you found, Chief. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I guess they his team will use that. Um, debate saying, you know, hey, he's he's ready for the presidency. He's he's on. He, you know, he, here's here's how he gave it to Trump, and they'll do it all everything out of context and that kind of stuff. So, well, Tim Pool thinks Trump won the debate. That's pretty funny. He thinks he won the debate, sort of won the battle, lost the war. I was gonna say Tim Pool seems like more rah rah Trump than Hannity at this point. Yeah, which is hard to do. Yeah, no kidding. So, all right. So we want to talk voter fraud. Mm-hmm. I did not see the videos. I've just heard the clips from them. But James O'Keefe from uh, Project Veritas, uh, which in Latin, I guess, means truth, yeah, uh, did some underground reporting, uh, as he's done in the past, of um, some ballot harvesters in Minneapolis. A couple of Somali guys who were showing the ballots they had, and then he released it in two different two different days for two different parts. Like Monday was the first part where they were showing him farming ballots. But then Tuesday it actually showed the blank ballots in the, on this one, one of the guys, Instagram pages and it was dated Yeah, and uh, showed blank ballots and him paying someone for them. Yep. Is that true? I didn't, again, I didn't see the videos. I just heard. I, I didn't so. see me either. That's the same thing I've heard though. So, I mean, that's straight up crime. Yeah. And the uh, Minneapolis police are investigating it now. But now they're talking the Department of Justice might investigate Ilhan Omar. It's about fucking time. And while you're at it, go right for Keith Ellison after that. Not going to hold my breath. I mean, there's never consequences. Like I've said this so many times, there's never consequences for these people. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, there's no way. Ellison was the guy that uh, should have been, I mean, he's there for a reason. He's there because he is keeping people like, Elon Omar from from having scrutiny. I mean, the media is is doing a fine enough job on their own, but Ellison keeps you know. If anybody like this, um, I, I from what I understand, this dude that went to Project Veritas, the whistleblower, basically is what they call him. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he went to multiple media outlets. Yeah, he's um, he's a local Somali activist, and he and claims- nobody nobody give him time of day. Is that what happened? Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but he's claimed, I wouldn't doubt it. He's claimed he's been trying to report this for a long time. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not – I don't know the, the de- details if that's true or not, but here's what's funny. In Minnesota, I mean, that's not hard to to, to believe. You got people like Esme Murphy carrying water for – Gosh, she, no, she doesn't carry water. She just flat out fawns over yeah, well, Ellison and especially Ilhan Omar. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, I mean – so, I mean, Ilhan Omar lies right to – uh, Esme Murphy's face lies straight to her face, and then uh, two weeks later, uh, Esme Murphy's doing a, a fawning piece on her and, and sitting down across from her, saying how how lovely she is. Yeah, you know. Well, didn't she lie about the? No, I'm not dating Tim Minette. Yeah, Tim Minette, yeah. and and then three months later, she's married to yeah. him. And then they then they have a sit down meeting again, and it's like they won't talk about it. Don't want to bring it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she said, well, you know, we were in the time we were working together. We just fell in love. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Even though Manette's wife, former wife, was saying, uh, yeah, well, that's that's what happened. Well, that's another thing that bothered me about the uh, about the debates that Trump kind of missed the opportunity because they did talk a little bit about voter fraud and ballot harvesting, you know, with the with the voting. And Trump kept saying, and I, I didn't notice this until I think it was somebody in the, our, our local uh, conservative morning show, Justice and Drew, brought it up, that he kept calling the votes that they found in a waste paper basket. Like, he's like, they found all these Trump votes in a waste, waste paper basket. Trump said that twice. It's like, no, it was a fucking dumpster. It was a, sh- a dumpster full of stuff with Trump in it. It wasn't just a actually, little. Wa- I think it was a ditch. Yeah. Well, there's a garbage can or dumpster actually that had shit in it, too. But it wasn't a way. So Trump, in his mind, was thinking waste paper, bat, waste paper container. Yeah. But it was a dumpster, and that would have been m- way more significant sounding than oh yeah, a few, a few votes. Okay, whatever, you know. So yeah. But this ballot harvesting stuff is is rampant. Has been rampant. Um, and just the doing the the and then on the debates also they Wallace was trying to make it sound like a conspiracy talk. You know this whole fraud thing. And it's like. And and you, so you think mail in mail in ballots are fraud? He's like Trump actually said this. No, 
If it's solicited, if it's something you ask for and you get it, that's yeah. fine. Absentee voting yeah. works fine. And, and he actually said that. I was like, yes, good. And he goes, but but just mailing out ballots to anybody and everybody without them even knowing that it's coming is 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 rife for fraud. Mm-hmm. And it is. And don't give me this shit. And we, they've been trying to act like, and especially in Minnesota here, since Coleman lost uh, to Franken. Yeah. Uh, they've been acting like we were conspiracy nuts when we say, yeah, he lost that because through fraud. Because they found a bunch of ballots in someone's trunk that that just so happened to put them over the edge. Fuck you. Well, wasn't he like twelve hundred votes ahead and wound up being like five hundred behind or yeah, something? Yeah, like and so then they like found a, and then they found him and someone's oh here they are in the trunk here. And it, it may have been less than that, but it was more than a thousand votes that it got swung by yeah. at one point. So, but then they've been nonstop telling us oh this this voter fraud thing it's it's all it's all conspiracy stuff and and it's all been disproven. It's it's a fraud. It's it's just a right wing uh, talking point. We're like, no, there's, there, it's factual. Um, well, it's no different than when they say people were stopped from going to the polls. Yeah. Show me where that happened. Well, and then they'll show like long lines someplace and go, they deliberately slowed the voting down. Right. And then like, they'll then they'll show times where there were uh, left wing uh, black militias in front of black, you know, predominantly black areas at voting polls, intimidating white people from coming in. They've got mm-hmm. video of that. You know. <laughs> It's like the opposite. It's just like they say. They always project and they always blame us, the conservatives, for stuff they're doing. They're projecting. Yeah. So. Well, we are miserable assholes. <laughs> so um, I I do think this uh, – I think something will come of this voter fraud stuff. What? I don't know, but something. I wish uh, – was it Lacey Johnson? Mm-hmm. I wish he'd win. If, that, if that's the one thing that could come from it, that'd be Kevin great. Be, that'd be Seems awesome. like a really good guy. Yeah, you know, I, I listened to him get interviewed this morning, and he's just like he—he he seems like the kind of guy who's really smart, kind of knows what's going on, isn't isn't like rattled easily, and uh, you know, it's just got his nose to the grindstone trying to make things happen, and he knows he's got an uphill battle, but he's still doing it. So, as someone who lives in that district, is he going to be able to swing your vote from Ilhan Omar? I don't know, man. She's a. Uh... She's pretty sassy, man. Well, and you did vote for her last time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a little bit miffed that she uh, ended up um, marrying Tim Minette. I know she's into that white D. And I thought maybe I had a chance. And that's why I voted for her, you know, because I'm a, I'm a simp. But you're not white. Well, I mean, I identify as white. No, you don't. Sometimes. <laughs> when it gets me my privilege. Yeah, I, I can never tell when that is, though. Yeah. So. No, uh, I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, did you hear about, oh, you did hear about this, but let's talk about the newly unearthed video that shows John Thompson threatening to burn down two more cities. Uh, again, a video I did not see, but I saw the first one when he was in Hugo. Um, yeah, so this is the guy that's, that had a bunch of Black Lives Matter assholes out in front of uh, um, the uh, president of the police union in Minnesota here, um, Minneapolis or Minnesota, I don't know, Minneapolis probably, at his home with pinatas that look like him and his wife beating him and then talking about burning it down and then just yelling at like teenage girls that were out wearing blue lives matter shirts, you know, neighbors like screaming at them, come down here and we'll show you, you know, that kind of thing. So this guy was like rabid. He was like foaming at the mouth. We played the video or the audio it was infuriating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was talking about burning down Hugo, all those white supremacists and Hugo and we'll come down here. We'll burn it down. So I guess, uh, there's, he's yeah, endorsed he, by, he's barking it to 11 and 12 year old yeah. girls. He's in, uh, a real tough guy. So he's still endorsed by Minnesota Democrats, you know, the, mm-hmm. the mayor, uh, Tim Walls, um, all the other pieces of shit here. Um, they won't men- won't talk anything about it, won't say, won't say, oh, that's not good. We should, probably shouldn't have someone like that in, in office. Um, but then, so here's the article, uh, Kyle Hooten from Alpha News. Uh, endorsed Minnesota Democrat John Thompson threatened to burn down the towns of Falcon Heights and St. Anthony in a newly unearthed video. Thompson is a Democrat running for Minnesota House in District 67A with endorsements from Governor Tim Walls, Representative, Representative Elon Omar, and the Minnesota DFL. New video shows Thompson apparently threatening two Minnesota towns in early July at a rally held in honor of Philando Castile on the anniversary of his death. Uh, and he goes, believe it or not, the fires, and I'm sure it wasn't this calm sounding. Believe it or not, the fires can come to Felgen Heights. The fires can come to St. Anthony, Thompson warned at a rally. Um, yeah, he's the one that said burn down Hugo, of course. He threatened to forcibly remove politicians from office. He goes, we snatched down Christopher Columbus. We can snatch some of these racist ass politicians out of office, he said. 
apparently referencing the organized attack against Columbus Statue at the state capitol in June. So yeah, this was delivered up one month before he made national headlines after th- uh, threatening to burn down the town where Minneapolis Police Union President Bob Kroll lives. He goes, you think we give a fuck about burning Hugo down? Blue lives ain't shit. So that's the kind of kind of shit, kind of piece of... Wait, I gotta use my creative cursing book here. Fucking dildo slammer that we're electing into office. I mean, two in, dildo in, references in the same podcast. Yeah, I don't know. It just flipped out. You know, you get... Okay, well, he's a... A dick donkey? <laughs> a jizz jacket? That's better. Sure. This fucking jizz jacket that these these fuckers that we keep uh, electing in Minnesota, uh, it's it gets worse. This, and they say, oh, there's slippery, slippery slopes of fallacy. It, it's a slippery slope. I mean, this guy is like the bottom of the barrel of, of people that should be elected to office. By the way, jizz jacket just doesn't land. It doesn't? No. Just. All right. It sounds like... Uh, some third grader spitting out stuff. <laughs> well, they all can't be winners. Cockpacker. <laughs> Pretty generic, but yeah. it could be. All right. It's probably all of them. <laughs> that's your uh, that's your heteronormative insult right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I don't know. Part of me is like, yeah, cool. Put him in. Put him in the state house of representatives. See what happens. Put him in there. I want to see him. I want to see the news some night when they're having some debate and he's standing there with that little microphone in his hand in the state capitol yelling and screaming stuff about, you know, dropping F-bombs and burning shit down. Yeah, but the problem with that attitude is we have, like right now, we have so many pieces of shit that should have no business being in in um, um, government government life like all of our city council members. Yeah, but they, they, they're destroying, they're helping to destroy the city. Right. The, the difference is they don't act like pieces of shit on camera. So let's let this guy do it, see what happens. And I want to see what happens when the Capitol Police are supposed to protect a guy like that. Yeah. What if they just go, huh, blue lives don't matter. So, yeah. Yeah, he's he's trash. I can't stand him as a human being. Nope. So. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was that um, – that prayer that happened. So there's the incident we talked about where the girl in Ohio, no, not Ohio. Um, uh, was it Utah where she was at the football game and got tased in the bleachers? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's Ohio, Ohio high school football game. Yeah. So we talked about that last time. So there's another one. I don't think we did. Did we? No, we didn't. You and I talked about it on the phone. Huh? Yes, we did. Okay, so because we were properly social distancing because of COVID nineteen. Well, I f- because I f- we take COVID nineteen seriously, yeah, it here. feels to me like we talked about it. So I'm not going to really get into it. But a girl, a woman that was that drove like over an hour to watch a football game with her family, her mother and uh, three children, um, got carried because she wasn't wearing a mask, and the police officer showed up and. He just walked right up to her yeah. and tried to arrest, arrested her. Arrested her. Uh, arrest. She, she's like, what are you doing? Why are you grabbing me? He's like, put your hands behind your back. I didn't do anything wrong, she says. And then he ends up tasing her. Yeah. While all these people that are recording the thing just kind of sit there passively and let it happen. And and it just it just sickens me. Yeah, I just – I I'm torn on that one because, no, she shouldn't have been tased or even arrested or anything. Just cite her for not wearing a mask. You know, these bleachers had probably a dozen people in them, and they were huge bleachers. Well, I mean, it's – but. I'm as a bystander. What are you really going to do? You get up and you go over there. You take your mask off if you're wearing one and you go, then arrest me, motherfucker. Yeah, I that that would be good. That's but the I first mean, thing you do. I don't think you want to get involved with uh, getting in between a cop and somebody else. Well, if you if you don't want to get physically involved, I get it. That's because you're I mean, that's you're risking your life at that. Yeah, point. exactly. Um, but get up there and take the mask off at least and say anybody else around here that thinks this is bullshit. Take your fucking mask off. Get over here and tell him to arrest you, too. Yeah. I mean, that's the very least. Otherwise, I sit there and go to this guy. I go, hey, you're under citizen's arrest. Felony felony assault, buddy. You know, wait until you know, then call the police and say this guy's felony assaulting. This. And I, you're not going to probably win this because they'll say, well, he's an officer and of the law who's performing an arrest. You have no right to arrest uh, to to uh, to perform a citizen's arrest. I'm like, fuck, I don't. The guy, the, she, he has no right to put his hands on her for not wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. So it's I would I would. I would Take it to the, you know, take it to, take it to a lawyer or whatever. But yeah, you got to do something. You got to stand up for other people, especially at this point. Yeah. And, and as a group. So that, that really pissed me. Oh, anyway, so then the, 
uh, next story was, so I don't know if that was Ohio, but there's police officers at a, um, uh, prayer rally. So, um, Oh, this is in Idaho. Yeah. There we go. Idaho. Um, and so they're standing singing outside and three of them got arrested because they supposedly weren't social distancing. Okay. And, and they were polite and they're like, you know, they, they were told you have to be here. And you're like, well, I'm going to stand over here with my, with my fellow, um, you know, uh, parishioners and sing. And they're like, well, then we're going to have to arrest you. And you go, well, you're going to have to arrest me. And it was like super polite. And they sat there and the police arrested them. I'm like, the police have no business doing this at this point. They can sit there and go, well, hey, here's a fine. Here's a ticket, whatever. But arresting I, as a police officer, you should be going, I, I won't do it. I refuse. I will, I will issue a citation that they have to deal with. But I will not put him in cuffs. I will not arrest them. Wow, the cops are in a tough spot um, because there were those cops in New Jersey at that uh, at that Attilus gym. The cops showed up and they said, "Hey, you're illegally assembling here." That being said, uh, you know everybody be safe. Have a good day. Yeah. And they walked away, and the mayor goes, "Get your asses back!" Yeah. In there then and they had to them. go back, and it, so I'm going to give the cops a lot of leeway on this. Um, but what I will say. Is one of the things that's always bugged me when uh, these um, civil rights activists, let's just say that that's what Black Lives Matter is pretending to be, will say, hey, you can't arrest me. And they talk about Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. would tell people, look, you're going to get arrested doing this. That's okay. Just get arrested. And so if somebody goes there uh, to these uh, prayer meetings or whatever they go to, a game and don't wear a mask or something. If the cops are going to come and arrest you, it seems to me that the conservative people you're seeing are like, fine, go ahead and arrest me. So they arrest them, they march them off, they release them, and it's no big deal, you know? Um, whereas when you get the uh, Black Lives Matter activists, like who block a highway, or when they uh, march through the Mall of America a few years ago, they try and get that taken off their record. You know, it's like you had no right to arrest me. I was on public property, blah, 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 blah. Just if you're going to do it, do it and accept the consequences. You know, just like you're saying, if you'd have gone over and dropped your mask and said, arrest me too, and the guy would have arrested you, you'd been like, fine. You're not going to fight him. No, you can't. That's something you you just, that's not worth escalating that situation on your own. But my point is, have the courage of your convictions and have some principles. Understand that if you if you do that, uh, there's going to be some consequences you have to pay. So do so do it. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's just that's how I look at it. And we got a picture here. Have you seen this picture? An armed group claiming allegiance to the Black Panther Party marching in Stillwater, Minnesota. Did you see this picture? Yeah, I saw that. You think that's true? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think they really uh, are part of the Black Panthers? They just say that. Oh, they, they'll probably just claim elite. I mean, they're probably not like card-carrying members of the Black Panthers, but their own little separate militia group. And the thing is, the, the FBI statistics show that the fastest-growing hate groups in America are are Black nationalist groups. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, I can't say that, can I? No. Well, yeah. you know what? That's Trump's FBI that's saying that. Yeah. So, but but uh, all these politicians like Biden and, and Democrats can go around and saying that uh, whiteness, white supremacy, white privilege, whatever, um, system, systemic white racism is the cause of all of these problems, and this is why the black people are in such dire straits as a community, and and why all the crime is rampant in the prison and all that, and and it's like no, you're you're basically just blaming the victim of domestic abuse. Like if you brought it down to that kind of situation, you're you're saying. You're saying that a woman who's getting beaten by her, or her boyfriend or whatever, you're saying you kind of bring it upon yourself because you, you look down at him. You expect him to work for a living. You're not dressing sexy enough. You're not meeting his sexual needs. I mean, he, he has to, you know, you got to think about what he needs. That's the same thing they're doing to white people now. They're saying it's kind of your fault. Yeah. You, you deserve it. I know. So it's the same kind of concept. It's like, no, if, 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 um, 13% of the population is committing 50% of the crimes, 98% of the interracial rape. Um, there's a problem here that's not our fault. Racism. <laughs> it's racism. Yeah, and and so first step, stop stop with the white guilt. Stop trying to blame yourself and stop and and stop falling for the the race baiting from people that 
profit from it. Yeah, I'm really tired of the white people who are like, um, you know, well, I just I've lived this privileged life. Well, if you're if your parents were rich and you never had to work and, uh, you know, you've just been handed everything, that's a privileged life. If you worked, if you went to school, if you made something of yourself and what you earned was what you got from what you did, that is not privileged. And because somebody else has less, though they may believe they work just as hard, they didn't. Right. They yep. didn't. I'm sorry. That's and what people think of as hard work nowadays often means I went to work four out of the five days I was supposed to. And I was there for the time they said I was supposed to be there. And I was only on my phone half that time. That is not hard work. That yeah. is simply showing up. Yeah. I wasn't stealing from my boss. Yeah. Although I was stealing a bunch of time by going to lunch for an hour and a half or for being on Facebook for, for half the day. Or, yeah, I took some stuff, but they're not paying me enough. So I deserve it. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit. Yep. So. Well, if, if, uh, if these corporations are making a profit, then they're stealing from their employees. So you have right. every right to take shit from that office. And did you know these corporations don't pay income tax? <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, because, by the way, corporations don't pay income tax. The people who profit from the corporations right. pay income so tax. Why don't we just double tax them then? <laughs> when a corporation makes money, they give it to their shareholders, and their shareholders well, pay tax on that money. Let's call the personal tax and the shareholders their personal tax, but then let's tax them a double that and call that tax the corporate tax. Yeah, well, it won't work. You know why? Because then the money that gets distributed to those shareholders going to be less. <laughs> Should we do some questions about me? Sure. I got a couple other things. There's a new Jacob Blake development. Oh, yeah? And then I've learned some stuff about these Antifa protesters who got fed charges and what's going to happen to them. Good. Sounds good. You'll uh, like it. Who is oh wait, we've already done that one. Um Who are your heroes in real life? Uh I mean I don't I can't say that without sounding cliched, you know. I'm my my dad's a big hero of mine. Mm -hmm. You know, he he just is. He's the person I've always looked up to. And then uh you know, I've got heroes like um I, again, sounds cliched, founding father kind of stuff. People who, you know, I mean, yeah, risk everything, put everything on the line. Usually don't yeah. work. You know, they, the people who saw this stuff through, I used to think, I used to think Jefferson was one of mine, but, you know, in reading a bunch about him, he's way more vain than I thought he was. Um, and so there's some personal things about him that sort of throw me off, although his convictions were probably the same. The guy I'm gaining a hell of a lot more respect for is James Madison. Hmm. When you read about the Constitution and everything, and you read about the country and you realize George Washington kind of steered us through that, but Madison was the guy behind the scenes sort of, look, this is how this stuff's got to work, you know? So, yeah, probably. Are there any modern people you can think of? I, I personally can't. I think if you, like, put it just a personal level, anybody, any – like parents that have to raise children with disabilities, you know, um, that's a, it's a lot to deal with. It's, it's really difficult. That's, that's pretty heroic in my opinion. It's, you know, police officers and firemen that have, you know, put themselves in harm's way and gotten, you know, fucked up. That that's a hero. I yeah, mean, I guess. I don't know if it's my personal hero though. I don't my, get... my idea of something heroic is like way above that. Yeah. You know, it's not just, you don't get it just being a cop or just being a soldier you know, I well, mean, I mean, if you like, if you step on that, or if you throw yourself on that grenade for your buddies, that's yeah. a hero. You I know? mean, the the guys that uh, people passed on their way down out of the towers on nine eleven. Yeah. I mean, those guys were, those guys were heroic. Yeah. I mean, they're not my personal heroes. Yeah, um, I don't know if I have a personal hero right now. And so I think the word hero gets used way more than I like it being yeah. used. And the first time I realized that was when the shuttle Challenger blew up. And they were like, oh, these heroes. I'm like, no, those were some victims. unfortunate people. Yeah, they were victims of an unfortunate event. Yeah. They were doing something that, you know, it doesn't seem to me that when you do something heroic, it's not something everybody was trying to sign up to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something someone goes, oh, I'm not going to do that, you know. Yeah. Well, I better step up. Yeah. I mean, I think about, I can't, when I read, uh, I can't remember which guy it was, but when I read um, uh, Lone Survivor. The one yeah, guy who Marcus climbed. Luttrell. 
Yeah, but the guy who climbed to the top of the hill to get the signal out yeah. and got shot a bunch of times. Um, uh, who was the guy who directed that movie? Um, Peter Berg. Mm-hmm. He said he met with that guy's dad. And, it, oh, man, it almost brought tears to my eyes hearing the whole thing. Um, so his dad, he met with him and just like, hey, tell me about your son. And the, he, uh, Peter Berg said the thing he did was he slid the autopsy report to him showed his body and where he'd been shot. And uh, he's like, my son was shot like 17 times or something. He did this knowing he was going to die. And he goes, he was a tough son of a bitch. He goes, that's all you need to know. And I'm like, ooh, that gives me chills. That to me is heroic. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. Uh, How about you? Any? No, I don't. I just don't. Mike Wallace? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I have personal heroes. Yeah. I mean, there's people I, I, plenty of people I think are heroic and that are heroes. But, like, your personal hero? No. Like, that guy is my personal hero. You pull me out of a burning building, you're my That's personal my hero. That's my personal hero, yes. Let me say it's my life. They're going to be my personal <laughs> yeah, hero. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, one more. Um, what are your favorite names? That's an odd question, but, uh, like, start with female names. What's your favorite female name? I don't know. Portia. <laughs> What's another? Tiffany? All the stripper names? Yeah, exactly. Uh, crystal. Diamante. Champagne. Champagne. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. I like placenta. That's a pretty name. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. Ooh, I like that. That's, that sounds that's, like I'm a pretty name my daughter that. that. Sounds like a pretty flower. Mm-hmm. Meconium. <laughs> you don't know what meconium is, do you? Uh, no. It's gross. It's gross. It sounds gross. It's the it's the first shit a baby takes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm sure it's very pleasant. It doesn't stink, but it sticks to everything. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I I don't know if I have favorite names. I I like biblical names, I guess. I like my kids' names. I those yeah. were some of the favorite names. So yeah, like uh, like Abraham, Noah, those kind of. Um, Why did you just use my kids' names? <laughs> <laughs> I just really wanted to dox you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, for female names, yeah. Um, well. Yeah, I was, I was going to think of like names I like, but then I help name some some children that I don't want to. I don't want to dox myself. So no, <laughs> I was going to say two or three. I'm like, nope, 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 nope gonna, not going to do it. This is not the right format for that. Yeah. So we don't use, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Because um, that one's dumb. What is it that you most dislike? Pineapple and pizza. Oh God, I hate that. <laughs> I love it. One of my favorites. I hate it. I found Sticks Hexenhammer uh, likes that, and I'm like, he'll never be on this show. <laughs> I no, I uh, though that's right up there. I I just I hate people who who are just kind of fake about stuff. You know, I you and I are having this conversation about how I will say stuff to people on Facebook that you would be like, wow, I wouldn't have put it that way because I wouldn't. Uh, you know, that's something I'd say to him in person, but I'm like, no, I. I just am who I am. You know, yeah. I don't try and sugarcoat the things I say to, I mean, you have to have some tact sometimes, but I don't know what my wife will say. Sometimes I'll be like, why were you like being cordial with that person? You don't like them. Yeah. And she goes, I can't be like you and just let people know I don't like them. <laughs> like if I don't like them, I'm not going to be like, you're a dick. But I'm also not going to be like, oh, yeah, everything's great. Cool. How you doing? Yeah, so you're not a glad hander. You're... No, I'm just going to be like, look, I I don't like you. You stay over there. I'll stay over here. So you don't you dis, you most dislike inauthentic people. Yes. So I just, I can't do you know what the two it. most authentic things about Joe Biden are? What? His hair and his teeth. <laughs> nice joke. It wasn't mine. I Neither one of those it. things is real anyway. I know. That's the point. Yeah. No, I, I just I have a hard time with people who feel one way and act another way on a consistent basis. There's always exceptions hmm. for things like that, you yeah. know. But if I don't if I don't like you, I'm not going to pretend that I like you, you know. And if I do, it'll like be cordial you, at the best. Yeah, I mean, I remember there was a guy I used to be in business with, and he'd come up, and we had a very messy business divorce. And he would come up to me and be like, hey, how you doing? And one day I just stared at him and walked away. And he was like, I was like, I have no desire to talk to this guy whatsoever. Yeah. And it was funny because I would keep running into him. 
and it would be really uncomfortable for him. I'm like, I don't care. I have no desire to talk to him. As the left would say, you don't want to expend the emotional capital on that guy. Yeah. You want to put forth emotional labor to speak with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't like yeah. him. Well. How about you? What do you hate the most? Ah. Uh, Besides Joe Biden. The, I don't know. I guess the dirty, dirty Jews. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so you said you had a new tact. <laughs> Uh, I know you're joking, but I'm going to disavow that anyway, just to be clear. I just say shit like that. Just let's get a look on your face. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Right. So, uh, um, so two things that I've heard, the Jacob Blake thing, have you heard uh, some of the stuff that's been released that the officer the who shot him yeah, said? Shot in the back eight times while he's reaching his car for a knife in the middle, in midst of a domestic. He said the uh, officer testified that he heard the woman that Jacob Blake assaulted saying, my kids, he's got my kids. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about how these kids in the car weren't his. They were hers, apparently. And he had taken her keys and was going to leave in her car. I heard that he's, she said, he's got my keys. He has my kids. Um, yeah. But are they still his kids too? I don't know. I mean, obviously she, she had custody of them probably. Well, but the point is what they, happens? He didn't, he didn't arrive in that car. Apparently with those not. Kids. See, that's what everybody was assuming that he had those children with him when he went there. Well, that's what and, I was assuming. And initially assuming. wasn't his lawyer saying he was just there to break up a fight between two women. Yeah, well, and then there were people who were saying that, and I think I even said I'd heard it, that he said, I'm going to my car and getting my gun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But it's interesting that this officer was testifying that, you know, and I mean, these are facts that are easily discoverable. Is that his car? Are those his kids? Did he have the keys? Um, and if that's the case, what was the cop going to do? Was he going to let a convicted felon take off in a car with kids that weren't his? Yeah. So well, it's all good. He's got what? How much money did he make over this? None. He's not no. making any money. He's got money off of a GoFundMe. Yeah, but it's only going to pay for his medical expenses. No, I heard it was up like fifteen mil. Oh, it's not that high. They're never going to get. You're that sure? Much. Uh, no, I'm not sure, but I don't think he's ever going to get that money. Okay, I hope not. So, I hope not, but uh, I don't have any uh, <laughs> any faith in uh, humanity or the system. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, did you hear um, the Minnesota Freedom Fund or whatever this was that's been contributing to the bail to get some of these people removed? Now they're finding out that some of these violent criminals got let out and they they actually went and... Yeah, they had, they had sexual assaults that they got let out for. They All kinds of stuff got lumped into the so-called uh, uh, protest stuff, right? Right. And so and um, Bloomberg was bailing out people, specifically ones he knew that were going to vote um democrat yeah he was only putting there's not bail it was not it wasn't he wasn't bailing people out he was paying their fees so basically these ex-felons had fees that fines that they had to pay that they didn't and in order to be able to vote they had to pay off these fines or these fees and bloomberg paid those fees off but only for hispanic and black felon ex-felons that that were i i heard registered as democrats Uh, i think he just assumed I don't know if they actually said that they had to stay prove that they were registered Democrats. Or I heard be. that he was. I heard that he was doing it based on their political affiliation too. Right, I could we, be wrong. We could probably look. We should. This will be a story that we'll hear more about. I think. I mean, it could be wrong. When I listened back to the stuff I said about the Brianna Taylor thing, yeah. I had the wrong city. Yeah. And I had her. Her current boyfriend was, or the guy she was with that night was not the drug dealer. Yeah, we're um, most if we're speculating, we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what we're doing at this point. So but that's what I'd heard. Regardless, he did pay money to get these felons, you know, records yeah, cleared. Their so they fees vote. paid, yeah. But there was another so I, was, I saw this on Tucker. Um it wasn't the Minnesota Freedom Fund. It was one of the other ones, like for New York or whatever, this guy got released for having beaten his wife. Yeah. Saying, if I get out, I'm gonna beat her to death. And guess what he did when he got out? He went and beat her to death. And I believe Kamala Harris it was pushing this fund. I think she was pushing the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Okay. So I don't think those two things were related from what right. I heard. That'd be interesting to find out because I thought it was when she was one that she specifically was donating to or pushing had 
uh, felons get out that committed. I don't know if she was in on this other one, but she was in on the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Well, what good are we? Yeah. (laughs) But my point is these people are going out. The level of recidivism on these people Mm -hmm. is very high. And yeah, but they were only in jail in the first place, I thought, because of uh, the white power structure that put them there. If a guy says he's going to get out and beat his wife to death, maybe he shouldn't be released Yeah. if he can't pay his own bail. Mm-hmm. So he paid his bail, and he went out, and he beat his wife to death. Uh, there was one story I'd heard, and I can't remember where this was. This, uh, this guy had raped this woman, and she was terrified that he was going to be released he was released. This wasn't the bail thing, but he served his time. He can't, and it was a very short amount of time for raping her. He comes out, and what does he do? He kills her. Mm-hmm. He went back, found her, and killed her. It's like these restraining orders aren't going to help. No, you know. So these are the people they're letting out because of inequality. How about they committed a crime? But on the other hand, you're arresting people for not wearing masks. Yeah, tasing them. Great. Really good. <laughs> on that note, we're running up on time here. Yeah, I thought I had one other thing, but uh, we can let it go for now. All right. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, go through the Facebook page, uh, Bread and Circuses Podcast. And uh, you took my line, man. And comment on our um, Bread and Circuses, Bread and Circuses Podcast. Podcast or the SoundCloud, um, whatever else you want to iTunes. Do. Oh, yeah. One day we might get on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, we could really use the reviews, the comments, all that stuff. We'd really appreciate it. See you, bye.